If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. You and Joe need to behave. We yeah. got to be out of here within an hour or two. We can't be here all fucking day. I've already been censored, bro. We have we have four four hours of interview. It was actually eight hours. We had to cut half of it. Well, I was trying yeah. to mark that. He's like, how? He's like, well, you did like three hours with him, dude. We were there until like midnight. Oh yeah, no, we did like, like two more episodes. Yeah. Till I'm we like, dude, drop. there there was like four lawsuits of material that had to be cut. Out of <laughs> Just, if we didn't tell you already, you are the only person we've ever had to edit anything ever for. We've like, that's where my pub we raw. Give you a trip. We're raw that. fitness, bro. Yeah. We fucking say everything. Yeah. You're the only fucking guy. I'm, edit. I'm not sure if I feel complimented or uh, <laughs> I don't know complimented and embarrassed at the same time I guess well we, we have about four hours of uh, uh, edit, cut uh, episodes that we're going to save just in case something ever happens we can just release it out into the- <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what are you implying like I die like, something happens to one of us yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. blackmail yeah. it's in a time capsule somewhere so welcome back, Mr. Joe Donnelly. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm always happy to be here. Yeah. Excellent. So uh, you look bigger. What's going on here? Yeah, right? Uh, I mean, I think that's part of the optical illusion of you're just not used to seeing my manliness up close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're a little excited. Because yeah. remember, last time, virtual la- remember last time we were at lunch, you're like, man, you're a big guy. Then by the halfway we're you know, recording, you're like, but you're really not that big a guy. Like You don't, you don't look like you're on, on steroids. You just look like a normal big guy. Yeah. And by the end, you're like, yeah, you're really not that big. You look like though. a normal guy. I'm like, fuck, man. Like I went from like, I, I look <laughs> like a big natural guy to now he's just telling me I look like a normal guy. Yeah. I think I got to get the it's it's a flip flopper. Yeah. It's when yeah. the erection yeah. starts to subside. Yeah. Absolutely. That's when I start well, to it's realize. It's like you do like three shots of tequila and you're talking to a girl at the bar, you're like, man, you're like, she looks hot, you know, and then the tequila starts to wear off later. You're like, what is that little thing on her lip? And you're like, oh, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> the reality starts to set in. Yeah, yeah. that's excellent. Yikes. Yeah. So, what's going on, brother? Uh, you know, man, just uh, same old, just cranking away in business, and uh, you know, and, and I try not to get too involved in the social media stuff, but it's been highly entertaining. There's a lot of shit going <laughs> There's on, a lot of, a lot of stuff of fires going on, going on. It yeah. is, uh, man, but it's just, uh, it's like being a comedian, people just throwing you material. Like, you know, in our, in our group text, it's like, man, like, you know, you sent me that link the other day and I was, I was, I was on a conference call and I'm like, I don't have time to look at this. And I saw Adam's response. I'm like, all right, hold on. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta let's look at this real quick. And, and it's just, uh, there's some people out there that are just, they can't help themselves. Yeah. There's a, uh, you know, I know we have big mouths and we're kind of pissing a lot of people off, but, uh, well, I, I, well, I mean, here's the, here's the deal. Let's, I hate to inter- interject real quick, but if, if you're pissed off by the truth, then that's a you problem. Mm. Um, <laughs> right. You know, everybody appreciates someone being direct and being truthful until it's about them. Then you're an asshole. So, um, you know, the sensitive people in the world, you know, where, where are they really going? If they get hypersensitive about someone speaking the truth or speaking well art, art, articulated and formulated opinions on something, uh, you know, it's like you're not just a gas bag on the radio saying stuff. I mean, there's a lot of truth to what you're saying. It's just uh, we tend to put things out there in a very abrasive manner. And if, if that's not to your liking, well, maybe being successful and happy isn't either. So yeah. go fuck yourself. Well, you know, we, we were just talking off air on, uh, you know, a subject that um, it's almost become like a truth in fitness. But we know uh, there's a... We know for the most part that it's not true, and this is the, the whole protein intake uh, dispute that's been going on for a while now. Yeah. Uh, but for a long time, people have assumed that you need to eat this just shit tons of protein in order to build muscle. And you were just telling me, you were just telling us about how you met someone the other day that was uh, that had been informed to eat, you know, something like 400 grams of protein a day. Absolutely, there's a guy in my gym, and he, I mean, uh, my buddy Mark, my training partner Mark is here also, and he'd been telling Mark and I for months, and he'd be getting blood tests, flying to San Diego, seeing specialists. Um, you know, he was working with a lot of top trainers in our area and had his, you know, this diet and everything. And 
I never really looked at his diet, but I was kind of just getting snippets of what he was telling me. And then finally, I'm like, dude, just email me so I can see it all on a piece of paper. And he, the guy was taking in like 380, 400 grams of protein. It was, it was a typical bro diet. It was like, you know, six ounces of salmon at meal three with like 12 mm-hmm. almonds. I'm like 12 fucking almonds. Like why, why is it 12? It's very specific. Not 13. Like eight, eight was too little, but 15 right. was too much. It was the just, magic number. Yeah. You know, yeah. then it was like one tablespoon of some type of coconut oil. And then like, you know, rub it between your wrists and throw salt over your shoulder. It was like <laughs> black magic, fucking <laughs> stupid potion stuff. And I'm just like, this is, I'm like, dude, but it's worked before. Yeah. It, you, you know, know like, I mean? listen, but he, can't he, refute it. he's like, Jay Cutler did it in 94 yeah. and he's placed second at the great North America. And blah, whatever. Okay, right. fine. Um, I'm like, dude, how about this? How about just eat 200 grams of protein and like 75 grams of fat and like 200 grams of carbs and just let's go from there. And he, two weeks later, he's like, man, my digestive issues are gone. I don't have inflammation. I'm like, well, you're also not eating 36 eggs a day. <laughs> like, I haven't eaten 36 eggs in a month. That's in forever. How did, so how did he take that? Uh, initially, when you told him, cut your protein in half. Well, I have people freak out. Yeah, right at, fir- at first, he was um, when, I, when I mentioned to him, he's like, well, I don't know. And I go, well, are you tired of, you know, working out hard in the gym and all this stuff and, and still looking like a, you know, uh, a fat tub of shit? And he was, I mean, that's pretty much what I said. I mean, he, he kind of looks like Dan Levitard from ESPN. Yeah. He just looks like, very a, guy, soft like, like a, a big, a big <laughs> so guy. You know, the yeah. best, his best feature was, a, was his beard, unfortunately. Uh, but he trains hard. And, and he's a hell of a nice guy. Um, and so I kind of just beat him down a little bit verbally and he gave in. And now it's like, and not only has all his digestive issues gone, he was just telling Mark and me, he's lost like 20 or 22 pounds and he hasn't changed anything. He's not doing tons of cardio. Just protein. It's just cutting back his protein, getting his digestive tract in order, getting his calories right. Uh, you know, he's got more energy, feeling more efficient. And I'm just like, you know, you can, people can, you know, certain PhDs out there can cite, you know, one study specifically saying you got to eat more protein if you work out. But the proof is in the pudding. Like, I can't tell how many competitors, I'm sure you guys have too, have women who have come back and been like, yeah, I cut my protein back and, you know, like the bloating in my stomach went away and I feel better. I'm like, yeah, like, no, dude, like you're you're taking in a 300 grams of protein and you're 120. That's like, crazy. I'm 260 and I take in 230. And you yeah. know how hard it is to get that because I'm, I'm in that range, right? Yeah. Getting 200 something grams of protein is a lot of protein. Is fucking work, dude. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's work. So I just picture these these poor little bikini girls that oh <laughs> fucking God. just throw throwing the down. protein ah. powder straight in their mouth Eating and the shit. whole tub. Oh. So, somebody needs to make a meme of like a girl <laughs> sitting, like a cartoon girl sitting at just, a table and it says only oh. like 11. 57 <laughs> on the clock and they're like and they're, 200 grams of protein and, to go. And, yeah they're oh like God. 38 more grams there comes the steak yeah, and the boyfriend's <laughs> like you can do it and he's got like a big bloated belly <laughs> well it's it's become the macronutrient that's like it, like you can't do wrong with it more is better yeah. and, and, I, and, and why why is that like because you said it, it's in cereal and what's and the numbers you know that so you know the business uh better than all of us in right. here in terms of uh, sales and stuff what are the top selling supplements in the fitness industry it's just protein I mean, it's, powders it's right protein powders yeah, period absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. by far so yeah. it only makes sense that they're going to continue to say you need to have you know so much protein yeah. and the only way you can reach that amount is you by taking powders you, you can't yeah you can't do that with, with solid i mean if you did uh you'd be digesting all day and you'd feel like shit right so that's when people are like well so-and-so bodybuilder eats six to eight meals so it must work for him and i go listen Listen, little men's com- men's physique com- bikini guy <laughs> bikini, or bikini. Comp- yes. I can't even. I'm so used to making up words that I'm just <laughs> used, now when I try That's to be serious. Yeah, yeah. men's bikini figure physique, whatever. Um, figure <laughs> so, figure so like 
listen to the little person who takes in 250 calories per meal. You're different or, or taking over over seven or eight meals versus so-and-so bodybuilder who has 1,200 calories per meal or 1,500 calories per meal, and he's taking in six or seven meals. Like, those are big meals. He needs a lot of meals to get that food in. I'm like, you're just doing yourself a disservice. Like, when, you, when you've made that post the other day about, um, you know, meal frequency and eating the same foods, like, it was dead on. And people, like, flipped out about that. And I'm like, okay, but that's because you don't know any better. Like you, you've been taught a certain way to do right. things and your mind is so closed off. And I love th- that people come back and they're like, well, Dexter Jackson or Jay Cutler does this. I go, well, guess what? When, when you're in the pump up room backstage at the Olympia <laughs> and, and Jay Cutler's giving you a high five to go on, I'm like, then tell me, Hey man, you were wrong. And I'm like, you know what? It did work for you. You're wrong. But I'm like, right now it's not working for you. Okay. Yeah. Th- and they don't realize they have no concept that they have, they have almost nothing in common with those guys. Nothing. Zero. These guys are, uh, Anomaly is not even the right word. Right. Just even if you took away the drugs that these guys took, they are so, they're so far uh, far away from the average person in Absolutely. terms of their genetics. Yeah. And it's not just their genes to build muscle. These guys have incredible, and people don't realize this, digestive genes. Absolutely. Like, they have the ability to eat and assimilate food and it, for it to not destroy them. Oh, well, that's right. what makes them so special. That's what makes them the 1% of the 1%. You know, right. that's, there, there's very few men that walk around the earth that look like that, regardless right. if they're anabolically well, enhanced or not. Well, look, look at, I mean, look at like any like pro athlete. Like they say J.J. Watt eats 9,000 calories a day and people, I've seen this comment a million times. Well, if I train for five or six hours, I can, no, no, you couldn't. No, you, you still couldn't. couldn't. No. You could go out and do a triathlon every day and you still couldn't go through 9,000 right. calories. Um, the fact that their their body can process that food fast and, and, and convert it into energy and they can use it. Dude, if you try to eat 9,000, go next time, go fucking have a huge Thanksgiving dinner and see if you feel like going to the gym after. You've been a food coma and you probably ate 2,000 calories. Yeah, if yeah. an average person eats that much, they would become 400, 500 pounds Absolutely. obese individual. Yeah. But even then, even with people, and that's another thing I just realized this uh, actually a few weeks ago, I was watching, I don't remember the show, it was a documentary where they, they have that like, super obese on it. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the name of it. Anyhow, um, they were showing the amount of calories these people were eating to achieve their five, six hundred pound body weight. And they were eating, you know, seven, eight, nine thousand calories a day. They also have the ability to digest. Because if I or Adam or Justin tried to get that heavy with that much food, we couldn't either. Uh, there's, a, there's a genetic component in all of it. There, and I'll be honest. So, like everybody knows that I, you know, regularly consume seven, eight thousand calories a day, but I don't do it in solid food because I couldn't. Like, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I ate, you know, what, I ate two boxes of Pop Tarts the other day. So I ate like. A good- <laughs> I was losing weight, so I I, I had a good, mm. you know, almost like 4,000 calories just yeah. in Pop-Tarts. Um, what felt- kind, though? Is it like strawberry or cherry or what? <laughs> okay, so there there is, there is a little bit of chemistry about, like, you know, you have to a little bit of science behind it. So you have to alternate between strawberry, um, and then there's the bacon maple, which you put in, and then and then you switch to the cinnamon brown sugar. Like a fucking <laughs> sandwich? Yeah, because if you, if you go too much, then then you will shut off your receptors to the uh, oh. polysuperinated glucose. Oh, the God, that makes sense. <laughs> Shuts off the... Yeah. <laughs> So, so I work. So I work, I, work, I work the maple That's bacon. Right. I work the, the maple, maple bacon. I get a little bit of that protein, a little extra saturated fat. Uh, I do some hammer curls to work the lower bicep. I get a good pump. Oh, no, he said <laughs> lower bicep. And I, 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 then I take I take four scoops of. Uh, Doug, are you writing this down? Of discredited yeah. PhD okay. protein. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I do some more lower bicep curls, and uh, oh, and I shave my head and get some tacky tattoos. <laughs> And pose in a Photoshop picture in front of a Lamborghini. And you're, that's and you're so not specific enough. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, let's talk training, dude. How's how's your training going, Joe? You've been deadlifting now. You've been sending yeah. me text yeah. messages because you weren't deadlifting before because of injury. I yeah. Think, well, I haven't deadlifted for so long because uh, you know my left shoulder when they reconstructed the AC joint has essentially a, like a it's a piece of chicken wire with a little band over that that goes and it 
cuts through that that clavicle okay. and tightens everything. So I haven't been doing it. Um, so heavy downward force, you don't. Yeah, like I've not, I haven't been shrugging heavy, but I was like, you know what, my my, my shoulder muscles. It's been about seven years, so I'm like, uh, so I started deadlifting, and I really really enjoying the feeling. I'm like, fuck it, if I get hurt again, I have another surgery. What's the big deal? Like, I get a free prescription of Vicodin or Percocet with it. It kind of <laughs> weighs itself out. Yeah, you know? Adam will hit me up. Like, hey man, I, I, Adam, Adam, Adam will be like, I, Adam will hit me up. I'm like, I'm like, I heard. Uh, I'm sorry about your surgery. Smell it in the Dude, air. Just bust but check but me do right you have there. any Percocet or Adderall left? Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> Think you could crawl out of bed and, and uh, send me a, <laughs> FedEx me something? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been. I mean, I've, I've been heavy. You know stiff-legged deadlifting but i haven't done regular you know heavy deadlifts um because i knew having you idiots as friends i see your videos i'm like well fuck why am i gonna have to go to 500 i was just gonna say that i was like this motherfucker he wasn't even deadlifting before now it's the only thing we have on our instagram that we lift heavier than him because he doesn't have a video yet fucking yeah Oh no, there, there's going to be. One. Oh, I, I know. I, I, know. I want it to be. Well, well you're, you were pulling in the sixes. I yeah. Mean. Well, I mean, my goal is I want to be able to squat. Like I told you, I want to be able to squat 600, and then I want to be able to deadlift it back to back superset with no rest. So 600, 600. Yeah. But I'm not there yet. You so. have a 700 pound deadlift, and you no problem. I think. Uh, I don't know. My form needs a lot of help. I'm I'm very strong to my my, my lower back, my posterior chain. But if I I need to be coached, you know, like mm-hmm. I told you, like I was with with Mark one day, like, you know, I had like five forty five on there, and I went and did a sumo style, and then I just dropped and I switched my grip to regular and just did it. So I'm just kind of figuring out as I go. But it's there's a difference between okay, you're strong from other lifts, but using proper technique, and so that's what I'm finding with you know like you know certain people squat a certain way. You know, the length of your femur makes a difference. So for re- me, it's really. Um, you know, finding my, your sweet spot. Yeah, finding my sweet spot and what's comfortable for me. And um, you know, we we talked we talked about this before in a podcast that you know, uh, deadlifting and squatting. Typically, you're you're really strong in one or the other. Right. You know, you rarely find a guy who just dominates both mm-hmm. squatting and deadlifting. It's just and because we're all we're all made up different, and and it is a lot of that is just feeling. Out. God, I I felt like. I was fucking deadlifting three times a week for God knows how long trying to find that. And it, it took me probably a solid year before I finally felt like, okay, I'm, I'm in the groove. This is, and you can just get right underneath the bar. It's, because there is something to be said for, you know, when I'll watch a, a shorter guy deadlift, I'm like, okay, I'm looking at this form. For someone, I see a taller guy do something, I'm like, okay, I'm like, his hands, his hands aren't as wide. His, you know, his mm-hmm. stance is a little different. So um, you, you want to mirror someone who you think has a similar body type mm-hmm. to you. Whereas if you mirror someone who's like 5'9 and, and you're like, man, he's a great deadlifter. His body type might may not you know assimilate to yours, and so you may be picking up tips that are incorrect. Yeah, yeah I've seen tall, skinny guys uh, who could who just with the dead with the squat weren't that good, but could pull a shit yeah. ton off the floor. Yeah. And these are guys that almost look lanky. Yeah, and I've seen them pull you know six hundred well, pounds from off a, the floor. from a physics standpoint. That makes sense, leverage wise. You know, what I'm saying because you're hinging like that, that would make sense to be that way. It'd be yeah. more difficult for you to squat because you got a longer longer distance you got to travel, or the hip hingement would. Well, work. I would think with your squat being so strong, you, do you find yourself trying to squat the weight up when you're deadlifting versus pulling? Mm-hmm. So at first, that's what I was trying to do, okay. and then Mark and I were doing one day where I was doing heavy stiff-legged deadlifts, and I'm I'm really strong on heavy stiff-legged deadlifts, so I was just like, maybe I'll do my deadlift a little more like a, a stiff-legged deadlift, right. but you know bend my knees a little more, and I found to be more comfortable with that um, because I was trying to squat it up mm-hmm. more, and mm-hmm. it was just it just felt a little bit awkward. Well, see if you have a good if you have a good stiff-legged and a good regular squat, you should be able you. It's, you're right. It's all about form and technique. You're yep. gonna be able to pull. I predict four, 700 pounds is in your future if you just pre- practice the form. Uh, we'll see. We'll I mean, because if happens. you're pulling the mid sixes now and you're squatting 600 pounds of shit, we'll see. Yeah, because I could barely, I can barely squat 400, but I could pull. That's why I'm excited that that we found out you can do just the uh, deadlift competition because I want to be able to see you do that. I would. That would be awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that they did that. I, that guy told me that you can be a specialist. You can just compete in one of them. You just, okay, so do they have like a, like yeah. a one arm dumbbell we've curl talk, competition? We talked about it because he's been looking for that one arm yeah. dumbbell yeah. press. Yeah, a one arm yeah. dumbbell curl yeah. competition. I want to. I want to. I want to put Doug in him. Doug can fucking pull too. Yeah, I know Doug's yeah. strong. Yeah. Doug's pulled 400 pounds. What do you weigh, Doug? 
155. Damn. He wins. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he pulls yeah. 400. Four, four five. Do they have age yeah. categories over 80? Yeah. He- <laughs> <laughs> this would be just him and Mike O'Hearn yeah. and they both and both will pass the drug test yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> excellent so uh, so what's up with your how's your business going how's that things, anything in the future looking uh, yeah things are going very well um, you know we're just uh, you know kind of releasing the second version of a couple of our supplements um, okay the pre-workouts you know been unbelievable but you know taking it to a, a new level you know take the citrulline you know ingredients up a little bit and stuff so uh, yeah I mean it's just the, the business has taken off so fast that it's allowed us to put money back into the company and then expand, and so excellent. Now let's talk, let's talk about citrulline for a second because yep. that's um, that's an ingredient you find in a lot of uh, pre workouts, but they well, put you, them in a proprietary blend. Well, I think that you're you're finding it, you don't find it in a lot because most people are still basing it off poor science. They're used they're using arginine. Arg, arg, arginine yeah. yeah. Do you arginine or arginine? I don't know. I just read okay. it. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mark, yeah. Mark knows. Yeah. So yeah. So is it arginine or arginine? arginine? Okay. okay. So you yeah, said it right. But but you're seeing more companies move towards it, but they're still way below the efficacious dose, you know. So I mean it's like I mean you ever anybody ever looked at the back of a C4 container? I mean it's yeah. well, you guys aren't sponsored by Sully. No. Okay, no, good. No, right. no, no. To me, We're it's not nothing. sponsored by anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine why. Yeah. Sal makes a post really saying the pre-workouts out. don't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Yeah. That was really awesome. And then Joe yeah. t- and then Joe texts me afterwards, fuck you. Dude, I'm like, <laughs> fuck, man. I'm like, we're trying to do business with you guys. I'm like, that was really yeah. awesome. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much everybody doesn't like us. I was annoyed. I'm like, dude, and he's like, man, he's like, other than like caffeine and like creatine, you don't need anything. I'm like, I'm like beta alanine or betaine doesn't do anything I'm like citrulline I'm like well maybe <laughs> then I got mad at him I was like yeah. well maybe maybe if you use those ingredients you'd have more gains you know? <laughs> like when you can't argue science with someone uh, just argue that you're bigger there than you that go. that's a good angle <laughs> but, then he like came, that. but then he came back yeah. with but I still can out deadlift dude I was, <laughs> yeah. and I just didn't text back for like two days yeah. Yeah. I had nothing yeah. to say he sat on us yeah. all day I had that nothing is, to say that is that. his card yeah. that's my only card it no when it comes to when it comes to citrulline we should I want to cover this because people are listening right now thinking well what are you guys talking about citrulline uh increases uh circulating arginine in the blood better than arginine does yeah converts better in the gut and that's what it is it's because you and you want uh, the theory is to have increased arginine in the the blood you get more nitric oxide you get a better pump or you get a better blood flow so these supplement companies will put a ton of arginine in their product but that gets degraded and destroyed uh, when you consume it citrulline is what does now i got a question for you is citrulline more expensive then arginine is that why yes. th- that's okay. Yes, See, that absolutely. makes sense then. Yes, it, it it is more expensive um, for us to go just from six grams per serving to eight. You know, did change the price, so we, we had to, to move things because you don't want to take your price point up because it'll affect consumers. But it is more expensive. Yeah. Now here's a question: uh, when they when they on the studies that are done on citrulline for, uh, uh, you know, for arginine levels in the blood. What's the dose that they typically use? Uh, um, I thought it was three, but I'm not. I don't know if I'm the, mistaken. The efficacious dose I've seen in studies is anywhere from three to four and a half. Okay, um, but it, it is also size dependent. So, when, what do you mean by that? Like how big the person? How big is? the person is? Correct. Gotcha. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, actually, I, I think I've seen yeah studies from three up to four and a half. Um, but those studies were usually based on when they did show the weight of the person, but individuals from 180 to 210 pounds. Um, so when we built our pre workout, we dosed it off of me at, at 250 pounds, and that's um, you know, and, and I've done it. I've done, we've done it both ways. I've done it with a serving of three grams and I've done it with a serving of six. And there is a, there is a significant difference, um, in, in muscle pump muscle. Well, I will say this, uh, I know we normally come across as anti-supplement, but when you look at the ingredients of products, you definitely have, uh, uh, you know, uh, effective doses of each ingredient. Right. I have yet to see a pre-workout with that much, you know, citrulline and just Well, one that was serving. the thing is we, we wanted to, 
you know, I mean, how many times have you guys used pre-workouts? You're like, I had to take three or four scoops. It's like we wanted to make it so we had efficacious dosages of, you know, the four or five major ingredients all in one serving. Oh, you yeah. Know? You don't need two scoops of your shit. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. I remember the first time I tried it, dude. I was like, holy fuck. Bro, yeah. I'm not going to need a pre-workout for tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, fucking, it'll, it'll, yeah, I'm be, set, dude, for the rest of the day. It'll be a long night. It. I mean, you can try to rub one out later. You're full. Yeah. We'll get a pump. And it's, uh, nothing's ever well, happened. I, I have like this cupboard. For, I mean, supplement. Companies like send us supplements all the time, right? Trying to get. I, us I, I can't imagine why. Do they ever listen <laughs> well, to your no, that's show? Just, that's the thing. I don't this think is, they listen. This is oh, the irony of what we get, and then they this do. Is the and big joke over. on Mind Pump yeah. right now yeah. is that we get all these people that that that, and they the best part too, they they stroke you off too. They're like, oh, we love your show, but they talk all this stuff like that, and they, and they talk, and then I'm like. If you really listen to our show, yeah. you know I couldn't even rep this if I wanted to rep yeah. this. It doesn't matter what you pay. I've already burned that bridge a long time ago. Yeah. Anti supplements and anti revenue. That's yeah. sales model. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's well, a man, new business plan. We break yeah. all of yeah. yeah. Well, looking ahead, looking at some of the trends in the industry, do you see any trends that you see? I mean, you and I talk about all the time. Yeah. The, the, the trend is, is towards you know natural supplements and. Um, it's going to get there. I think that you're still you still have a market segment of of. I hate to say it, but there's still a lot of meatheads that are still going to want to use um, the artificial supplements and stuff. Right. But again, if you want to think of big picture revenue, um, you want to think of everyday customers. Sure, Mainstream. you know. And that, to be honest, that's why Quest is such a big company is because people don't look at Quest as the mom who buys Quest bars and puts one in her kid's lunch or keeps them in her purse or whatever. They don't look at Quest bars as a protein bar. They look at it as something healthy, a healthy alternative. Whether you agree with that or not, that's that's arbitrary. Um, but that's where the supplement industry is going to trend towards because let's think about it right now. Because like Quest outsells uh, ridiculous every yeah. supplement that's out there. It Quest outsells every supplement company combined, and that's and that's because wow. they don't they're not selling to people who take supplements. Right, they're not selling people who take supplements. People who buy supplements is a very very small market. I mean, it's like you go to the Olympia Expo. I mean, like they can't even like fill the place, and that's like the mecca of like the big weekend of like fitness and bodybuilding. Nothing against the industry, but it's so small. So small. You can take the most popular person in the fitness and bodybuilding industry and go ask four of your neighbors, like other than Arnold, but they've never heard of that person. You that's know, true. It's just that's what. It is, yeah. but it's now because of social media, things are becoming a little more mainstream. Like you said, supplement companies are going to trend towards natural products. Um, you know, I mean, whether you have science to support it or not, but who wants to put all that artificial stuff in their body for years and years? We don't have any long term studies on it because supplements really just started coming about what in the last 10, 12 years. And and, and it's not only that, I mean, I'm not. Uh, you know, no knock on anybody, but they also didn't know to study for certain things. Of course not. You know, yeah. so how do you how do you know you're testing for toxicity? They're right. not toxic. Right. Uh, they tested for you know adverse effects within the you know the test period of time, which the tests were done for three months, six months, right. or even long you know long studies were a year, three years. Um, and but they're not looking for things like gut flora changes. They're not look, looking at long term autoimmune issues. And, and I'm not saying that those things happen. I'm just saying these are things that they didn't we, look we just at. don't know. We yeah, don't know. No one's, right. no one's known to look at it. Um, you know, and, and we'd all be fools to think that there's not going to be yeah. something that's going to come up at some point. You know, I will say this, man. If you existed. 15 or 20 years ago, you I would, did. I did. I was just, well, what I was I mean, just younger. <laughs> I was there. You just hadn't heard of me. Son of a bitch. But, you, but what, my, my point is, if this, was, if this was 20 years ago, we wouldn't even be debating or we wouldn't even be discussing how you need to eat less protein that they say. Yeah. So it's already evolved so rapidly in a very short period of time. As a matter of fact, I can't remember this conversation happening five years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, let's look at the myths that everybody- I'd like to think Mind Pump had a little part of that, but yeah. you know, I have a no, huge I, No, it's true. <laughs> well, I, let's be honest. Claim it there, anyway. There's, I don't want to say a handful, but there's maybe a, a small group of individuals, you know, you guys, myself included, that um, 
you know, however we got the information, we were able to spread it through social media. I credit Lane Norton a lot of it. Lane Norton did a great job in exposing a lot of myths, mm-hmm. and he didn't have a big especially, fault. especially in bodybuilding. He yeah. definitely came yeah. out there with the coach. His coach that was like his big claim, or that's how I found him was attacking coach, like getting after coaches Absolutely. with poor I, I mean, metabolic I, damage. I so. barely heard of Lane Norton, but somebody turned me on to the metabolic damage. Thing. I remember I put it on my Facebook fan page a couple years ago, and it it trended. I mean, there was like eight thousand or seven thousand shares. Um, you know, like like a you know, hundred and thirty thousand likes, and his vi- and that was how he contacted me. He's like, someone told me you shared my video. It had like four hundred views, and it went to like seventy five thousand. And then, you know, then you find a good source. You start researching stuff, start seeing more of their videos, and then like minds, you know, group together. But I mean, let's let's be honest. Three years ago, everybody was. I mean, fuck, even six months ago, people were, people were like, wait a minute, what do you mean? I, eating six to eight meals doesn't speed up my metabolism. You know, like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, if I eat, you know, carbs after 8 p.m., they get stored as fat. Like, people still believe that. It's just a smaller percentage. Um, But, I mean, two years ago, all of those these myths, these idiotic myths – uh, people accept it as, as fact. Well, you know? I, I feel it's... I Fish mean, thins your skin. The fucking... The, the, the dude who won that right. uh, the award with the fake trophies keeps saying fish thins your skin. What's his name? Phil Heath. Phil, fish thins, thins, thins your thins skin. Thins your skin. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, he must wow. own tilapia or something. <laughs> or own yeah, stock in it. Yeah. Yeah, how do you thin your skin? That's Gosh. the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, I, think, uh, I think this is good. It's a good trend. Of course... Uh, as things start to change, you start to you know push out some of the garbage. More garbage will come in. That will get pushed out. But I think it's good because for a long time, fitness uh, or the fitness industry has not been the answer. And what I mean by that is we have an obesity epidemic. We have health epi- you know chronic health epidemics in this country. We've got uh, you know a lot of uh, misinformation out there. And fitness, rather than being the solution, has been a contributor to a lot of that. So people don't you know they, there's nowhere for them to turn. You know they go to Western medicine. They're sick. They're overweight. Western medicine gives them this, this, this. You know, here's your prescription. They do it; it doesn't work. Where do they turn? They mm-hmm. couldn't go anywhere before, and and fitness wasn't it. And now I think fitness, and I might be premature in my projection, but I think in a very short period of time, just because of the way I see chan- how how quick trends move nowadays with social media and with the internet, uh, I think in less than ten years we see a dramatic shift in the industry. I think uh, wellness and fitness yeah, are, are, are combined. I think sure. they're combining. It's already starting to happen. Look, if you go on like you go on iTunes and look at some of the top health uh, and fitness podcasts, they're like, you know, Bulletproof Executive and uh, excuse me, Bulletproof. Uh, the, uh, what's his name? Dave Asprey. Yeah. Um, you know, he talks about, you know, eating ketogenic and, you know, following things that in the past were considered taboo. Um, you look at some of the, you know, like, like you said, with the information with small meals, like three, six months ago, nobody was talking about that. So I see it happening very, very rapidly. Oh yeah. Cause six months to a year ago, a company called six pack bags came out of nowhere and fucking blew up too. I mean, that's, that's still mm, kind of a hot trend. Right. I mean, that was, uh, it's definitely still huge in the industry. You know, the last time we all got together, uh, I mean, talk about things, how fast stuff changed. We got together and we were, uh, talking a little trash about a, a supplement company, uh, that you know built itself on social media and all this, and man, I have seen some serious. You're talking about rips? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, no, not pumps. Dude. Pumps. Yeah. pumps. Yeah. Sorry, pumps. Yeah, I, shred your yeah. shred your butthole, dude. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen the, some of the pictures? That scars. Have you wow. seen the backlash that's happening right now? I've seen the, some backdoor action. Of some <laughs> oh my people. Yeah, I've heard stories about some backdoor so, so, action before. But the back the, the backlash. <laughs> man. Cor- correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, a year ago wasn't like this. It's huge now. I'm getting tagged on shit all over the social media yeah. because of that. Uh, so I have two thoughts about that. One is that. Um, People make mistakes in their past and shouldn't be crucified forever. Sure. Now, so if so and so person photoshops their photos, 
Um, you know, some of you know, a lot of these photos I'm seeing are two years old, you know, or 75 weeks old. People keep reposting. So if you made a mistake and you photoshopped, you know, your ass bigger or whatever, your waist smaller, and you got called out, you deserved it. Do you need to get called out forever? No. However, if you're still fucking doing it, <laughs> like, one, like, like a one week moron, ago, yeah. like, yeah. I mean, if you're still doing it, like we can see like the lines on the door behind you are curved in because you're, you're sucking in your waist. Uh, I mean, like these people aren't even, it, it's so bad. Like you used to have to like look for it. Now it's like, oh my God, I can see the wall curving. Well, now, you know what? Now you, I have to be honest. I was completely naive to this. Yeah. I just didn't realize there's fucking people that took the time. I dude, find it a pain in the yeah. ass that I gotta take a time to take a picture dude, of myself. I, I, I just got time yeah. for that. Dude, shit. I'm, like, yeah. I'm like somebody up. Wait, wait, wait. Somebody actually took a, a fucking HD camera, shot themselves, yeah. staged yeah. with great Did lighting, they put a green screen up, behind yeah. them. Too? Then they yeah. uploaded yeah. to the computer so then they could Photoshop it. And then they actually wrote content. Holy, f- well, so what the fuck do that, they do all day that's long? A because, production. So that was what I thought. And then the people are like, "No, there's an app you can do it." And I'm like, are you like how far behind the times am I? I just figured out Snapchat. I had Snapchat for six months, but I couldn't figure out how to go from like my contacts page to the video. And that's horrible. Uh, and so I just started posting Snapchats of like pizza and Chloe, my dog. Uh, but these people are literally have an app where they put a picture of themselves up and they can alter their body. And I'm just like, fuck, like, does not anybody actually work? Like, what are you doing? Nasty. But here's the thing. And the other side of that is all these people that are getting called out for Photoshop, they all look great in real life. Like they didn't need to do right? it. Right? Like why did and you do that? It's yeah. not, it, it, the, the cost benefit uh, analysis of it has not been positive because there's so much backlash right. and what it's done is it's led to more scrutiny of everything else. So now it's, you know. That's a great point now because now it's kind of awakened people to scrutinize well, a lot you know, of things. People, well, I would like to know if this came from the top. Like I, I, you have to think that it because there's quite a few of them underneath. Like if this was yes. like a direct message from leadership, like this is what we're going well, to do. Well, you know what it was originally uh, because I, I have uh, uh, first person intercoursal um, uh, <laughs> relationships with some of these uh, spuds, females, pumps, plural, spreads. Plural? Yeah, inter- uh, I say intercoursals. Is that a word? Intercoursals. Yeah. Yeah. It um, is today on Mind Pump. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Originally, some of their internet ads, they were photoshopping them. I think the girls, or the you know, the girls and the guys, the bitches, they took the. I, I separate girls from bitches because you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not referring to girls as bitches. Just the dudes in the leggings are bitches. Okay, the Photoshop their package. Got gotcha. you. Okay, so I'm gonna clarify. So all the female listeners, like, did Joe call the girls no, bitches? No. no, Joe called the dude with the the pink and white leggings photoshopping his package a bitch. That can be very clear. <laughs> um, so I think some of the girls and and the, the other hoes. Um, they were they started they saw their pictures and ads photoshop so they started you know making some changes and it just it grew out of there you know really they're, they're like and it and it, it, it more it morphed into their own oh internet. you mean like the, so the company itself the ones that they promote and put out there they're thirty percent off sale whatever that those yeah. were all I, modified I think, up there yeah. which, it, which okay, here's the thing I mean I want to separate something if if you take a picture of the photographer they put it on a magazine in a magazine or for an ad you have no control over what they do and there's That's true. And, and those images now. Are images completely photoshopped like to make your muscles look better? I mean, it it does happen a lot, but I mean they're more retouched and edited and airbrushed. But, I mean that's in People magazine; it's in every other magazine. Um, but I think that people saw that. And I think with the advent of all these different types of apps, people started taking their own pictures and adjusting them. And and then you had certain people being like, "Well, you know, here's my six one six week booty progress," and the girl went from. No ass to now you have one ass cheek pointing at ten o'clock on the on the clock. I'm like, dude, how did her ass do that? I don't understand. Like, there's one cheek here and there's one cheek pointing this way. It looked like arrows crossing. It's just weird. Well, here, you know, what, here's one thing that people love, uh, and this is my advice to these people who are getting called out like this. 
people love to see uh, other people fall from grace, right. but they also love to see people at the who fell from grace apologize and come right. back up. We, we look at look at Charlie Sheen, man. Yeah. That dude went to shit, came back, and then got put in like three times, <laughs> like, like a bunch of times. But let's like use, let's times. use let's yeah. use the sports analogy. So, um, you know, Andy Pettit from the Yankees got busted for using HGH. Gave a heartfelt apology, and America forgave him the next day. That's right. Everyone was we, and he's and he got you know his jersey retired. Um, Alex Rodriguez, who's done way more in his career than Andy Pettit ever did maligned to this day and you know he kind of won the crowd over a little people fans over, but people still hate him in sports guys like roger clemens or barry bonds who've never come out um people still hate them for the most part you know yeah. other than local fans i mean it's just you know and, and it's like if you make a mistake just own up to it you That's know it. Uh, i mean you know we're talking about that that certain phd it's like hey man you post something don't double down don't double down on a mistake right. well right. that's what i'm talking about i mean know? that's one of the things i was referring yeah. to like you're talking about you know a gentleman who's got lots of credential and accolades and you know he taught he I mean, it's like a, it's like a, one of the biggest myths in fitness. Like one of the first weeks of personal training certification is you can't, you know, don't work. You can't work your lower bicep right. or you can't whatever. He comes out with his post. I refute it. But then he came back and doubled down and he split hairs to the point where it was just so confusing to his listeners talking about sarcomeres and their studies yeah. that show. And therefore, it can actually happen just yeah. to justify what he said. When in right. reality, you get no noticeable effect whatsoever. It's being no. possible. It's like that's that's what I'm talking about, because now I'm pretty sure someone else is getting now. He might be getting some heat from that. Well, it's yeah. kind of obvious. He, I feel like when I, well, I don't know him personally, so I can't speak uh, what the man is like. But I feel like uh, he's, well, let me interject because I do. He's oh, a, okay, good. He's a hell mm-hmm. of a nice guy, and and from what I know, and always been very gracious. And let's first say that in no way are we saying the guy's full of shit because I find him to be the majority of his information to be excellent. And people think that I was like when I reposted your post, yeah. they're like, oh, but you used to know him or you were on the cover of his hit book. I, I'm like, I never said that the guy doesn't know anything. I just said this topic, that's it. Yeah. It's like if I gave someone a stock tip or a business tip or, I, or anything and I was wrong, does it mean I don't know anything? No, I fucked up once. I made a mistake or my opinion was wrong. You know, I mean, my opinions are wrong all the time. You know, I mean, three years ago, I thought you could work your lower biceps because I had so-and-so douchebags on YouTube telling me that right. I had to actually research and be like, why does my fucking arm hurt so much? I'm trying to work an area that can't be worked. It's, like, it's called a ligament, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's an, ex- that's an excellent point. Uh, and, that's, and that's basically, I don't like the, you know, I'm going to throw, uh, you know, I'm so f- formally educated and these people yeah. aren't type of deal and that. That kind of stuff just comes across as pompous. And, yeah, yeah. and what ends up happening, I think, when you make that argument is uh, people feel that. Because the average listener, here's the deal. The average listener or the average viewer or whatever doesn't have those credentials. So when you're talking about someone else, someone else that doesn't have those, yeah. you're also talking shit about the person that's well, listening to like he personally, That's the way it comes across. He personally attacked Mark um, you know, and, and was like, you don't have the credentials that I have and this and that. And like, I'll put Mark's – like with yours, I'll put Mark and your knowledge of science up against anybody I know in this world. Um, because you guys are, are high IQs and high retention of information and you put in the time to study it and Mark destroyed him in, 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 in a direct message and, and you saw his professionalism unravel with like the name calling. And I remember looking at him and being like, God, he sounds like me attacking someone. <laughs> but the difference is I'm not a PhD. Yeah, like yeah. I'm not, you know, like I'm convinced I'll convey information that I see and stuff, but I'm not someone who conducts studies and this and that. Like, Dude, like you're a PhD and you're like name calling like a twelve year old to somebody mm-hmm. who who's just because they're proving you wrong. Yeah, like that's ridiculous to me. Yeah, it's it, it's, it's it crazy. comes off like it's a whole a whole image that he's created and built, and he's got to kind of live up. That's mm-hmm. what the part of me that feels bad because there's always a part of me when you know we say something, we 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 call something out. 
And then sometimes we see the backlash that it creates, and it's like, you know, our intentions aren't to go around and bully people. That's not, we've no, never been no, like that. No, we didn't not. create this show to be like that. Like, you know, even what's happened to the the Shreds company and stuff like that, you know, we we never at, at once got together and said, oh, let's intentionally try and harm this business or like that. They were just a perfect example of what we were talking about. This yeah. is exactly they what's totally wrong. Fit the mold. I mean, yeah, we, they, we, we kind of did have a group text message where I was like, hey, let's come down and talk shit about this. <laughs> but that, get, that did come from me, so yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> let's be an was like, uh, well, if you're there, you want to have lunch and get on the radio, sure. Right. I'm like, okay, yeah. So I got, a, I got a question for you, Joe. You've been, you, uh, the last time we saw you, which, which was a while ago, you weren't using bands too much in your training. Right. And now you're using bands quite a bit. Yes. I, 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 it looks like maybe once or twice a week you post a video. Yeah, I, I, at one point I was working them in, um, you know, almost every workout, and so I was doing it in phases. Like you, when I talked to you more about training, so I was working in higher volume, lower volume, and then I went a lower volume phase, more increased frequency. Um, you know, just like we talked about not sticking to one training style and understand why you're doing things, um, you know, at a point where I was, you know, sometimes it's on leg day, it's, it's you know, uh, lower volume, but heavier weights, you know, lower reps. Mm -hmm. And next time it's it's higher volume and more supersets. Um, and, you know, I found, I started to find greater, uh, you know, when you use that progressive tension overload using the bands, mm -hmm. um, the muscle contraction and the stress on the muscle is so different it from is, pressing right? free weights. I mean, think about it. Like, right, we didn't realize it until one day Mark and I were squatting, and it's like taking 500 pounds out of the hole is is nothing. Um, but when you hit the midpoint and those blue bands start to stretch, I got – like, think about it. Everybody who ever has ever squatted, when you get halfway up in the squat, there's no way you're falling, right? No, like, you're you know. past the hard yeah. part. Dude, I have a video with the two blue bands on, and I was – maybe a third from the top and the band started and I crushed me and pulled me to the ground. I mean, it was over 800 pounds of tension, but like, that's how you get, think about it. So when you're squatting or you're bench pressing, you're really only doing half the rep at like full force. Like as you start to cross up towards the top, uh, the top of the rep, the tension becomes rapidly less. That's definitely a bell curve. Yeah. You know, so it's, um, yeah, but when you introduce the bands, it changes everything. It's amazing because five years ago, if you approached anybody who was muscular and you said, Hey, add some, you know, rubber bands to your training, they would have laughed at you. Uh, to yeah. I mean, people in the gym, all, I mean, when I, when I talk about resistance bands, people be like, what they think it's the little tiny ones, but then now everybody in my gym uses them all the time. Like everybody. Well, yeah, yeah. they see the. I'm sure the, the results you're getting. <laughs> yeah. from it. they see that they see the gorilla squatting 800 pounds. He must yeah. be fucking working. I'll take yeah. some of those. But, I mean, what it, even what it like does to your chest? So you can grab 20 pound dumbbells, wrap wrap the. You grease. can wear a fucking tutu in there yeah. squatting the next fucking week. Every fucking Somebody's dude in there wearing one. So you, one. Saw, you, oh, so sure. so you saw that video. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I explained how the tutu, how it loops under and connects. <laughs> yeah, it put a nice pressure hey, on my posterior That motherfucker's chain. doing it. I'm gonna try. It allowed me to allowed me to deadlift more. It brought my hips under me, so yeah. Uh, the tutu actually was very good. No, I think it was power lifters <laughs> that were the ones that really started using yep. bands yeah. first, yep. and then it went and it just went from there. And the first time I ever used a band, I was just blown away. I mean, for me, when I squat, like most people, like you said, uh, I'm the weakest at the bottom, right, right at the hole. Right. So adding that band made it easier. At, uh, excuse me, you made it harder at the top right. where I was strongest and lightest at the bottom, and it just was it matched my strength curve. Yeah, the strength right. increase is unbelievable, and then just the. The added tension in the muscle, the forced muscle growth, because you're you're increasing the tension towards your strongest point, which you want. You know, it's like, you know, you can take you can take you can do an easy curl, you know, and, and wrap the the bar to, uh, the band to it under a bench, and it's like when we get to the top, man, like when that tension starts to kick in, what it does to the flexion of your bicep. Same thing with a dumbbell press, wrap the band and grab you know two twenty pound dumbbells. Yeah. It's unbelievable the the kind of pump and contraction you get in your chest. Um, you know, for, from adding. Here's the other thing I noticed with bands: it doesn't seem to cause as much damage, no. uh, like weights do. And this is one of the reasons why uh, I love because I use bands probably. 
at least three, maybe three times a month, at least in a workout, which is pretty frequent for something to be thrown into a regular routine. And I noticed that uh, I can overload my body, but it's not like I overloaded it with weights where it tore me up and I, I recover like I did anyway. Like it's it anyway. the tension on your joints yes. and it's increasing it, yeah, in, into your extension or whatever the the exercise is. That's a really, yeah, what yeah. he said is a really good point. I yeah. know, I've noticed that too. It's allowed me to uh, fatigue and stress my muscles more, but I don't feel the pain like in my shoulders, you know, like doing chest and stuff because you're not holding those heavy weights. You're not holding 130, 140 pound dumbbells. You're holding 40 pound dumbbells, but with a band, but you're the, the combination of it at the top of the rep, maybe 120, 130 pounds. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's just the way it affects your, your body. And it's, you're not, you're not putting so much stress on the joints, you know, and that's the thing about most people that as you get older, longer you lift, you're going to get injured at some point. Um, you know, and it's and it's doing things with improper form or just doing things too much of one thing, like the bench press. Like it's just yeah. not good. It's not good for you. You're you're, mar- you're marrying two great things. You're marrying cables and free weights together. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's yeah. kind of what that you're getting the best the, the best of both worlds and marrying. Well, them see, together bands now. are unique because I'll give you an example. Like another form of progressive resistance are chains, right? Yes. If I put a chain on a barbell, it's lighter at the bottom, heavier at the top, yep. just like a band. However, when I use chains or when I've had clients use chains. It, it tears them up more yeah. than bands do. You get more damage from chains than you do from bands. Bands have this amazing ability to, you can use them frequently. This is why in our uh, MAPS anabolic program, MAPS Red, uh, we advocate for the use of bands in for trigger sessions. One of the reasons is because it doesn't damage you like weights do or like other types of progressive right. resistance. So. It, it, I have noticed the difference with chains. Um, I think that's more because, I think that's something has something, you could, I could be totally wrong, but with bands, you have a certain... Uh, pull or a certain downforce in a specific direction, there is still sway front to back. But, but with the chain, especially when you get to the chop, it's so much extra weight, but that chain can sway, it can move. You still got to balance it. You still got to balance it. puts a lot of stress on the joint because we've done it with, you mm-hmm. know, like incline bench press with the bands versus the chains. Um, and it can be the equivalent of the same weight, but at the top of the rep, I feel it dramatically different. Um, the stress on my shoulders, um, even in, into my elbows from using chains versus bands. The only other thing that's similar, really, like if you guys heard of the ARX machine, no, no, it, it's best. Is that, the, is that, the, that it's one? It's like that's, a mechanized uh, version, like of a cable machine. So yeah, you, yeah. you go, they go through software. So they do exactly. They try and mimic your natural strength curve. So it gets it changes the, the resistance software. as you yeah. go through the. Resi- but I mean, it, the thing is a, a monstrous, and you're not going to see it in like barely any gyms. So. No, I think bands are Super perfect. Expensive. I don't see bands anything. are perfect. Same yeah. concept, but yeah, yeah. I don't see anything replacing bands. I no. like chains too, but bands are more versatile and you can use them more frequently. Yeah. And the thing about bands that I like, um, I don't know if you've done this. Have you experimented with attaching it at different angles? Yes, absolutely. We do, we do it with back all the time. Yeah. You know, I, I, I will do. We'll, we'll, we were the other day we were supersetting uh, deadlifts, and I would take the band and wrap around like the squat rack pole. Do it high and do high to low pulls, low to high pulls. Uh, I mean, yes, yeah, just changing at different angles the way it affects because you can. A lot of times when you pull like a cable or you pull a bar, um, you know, like you can only pull certain way your elbows have like when you do a bent over row, like you know, do those pendulum rows. Um, you know, you pull too high, you're gonna feel a pinch a little bit in your scapula, you know, you pull too low. There's there's a sweet spot where you gotta pull. But with the bands, you can move your elbows a little bit, drop your traps a little bit, and it, and it almost like affect like a different part of your back. Well, like yeah, well, the, the band is going to mold to your body's yes, natural the natural you. path it wants to take. I appreciate you guys all filling in <laughs> yeah, man, how I'm not effectively explaining stuff today with good verbs and adjectives. <laughs> yeah, appreciate that. Yeah. No, what We're the, here for see you, what man. happens when I don't have alcohol and Red Bull. <laughs> Horrible. We got some, Doug. Yeah. Uh, some. <laughs> the, the one thing that I've used the bands for in a deadlift for example, was on uh, on lockout, I'll attach the band so it's kind of coming out away from me at an angle. Right. So when I pull up, I get resistance, but then I got to pull back harder. But right, you have to force back. At the very back. top yeah, of the That's actually movement. smart, yeah. It's, so that's one of the ways I like to use it. And I love I love bands. Yeah. I love, I, like mm-hmm. I said, I use them about three days. Because think about how else would you mimic that with three weights? You couldn't. 
but it's man, impossible. You have to change it. gravity. Yeah, yeah, there'd be no way to do it. Yeah. Um, so just just one of my favorite tools. That'll be that next changing gravity. That'll be, no, that'll, possible. that'll be what's his name's yeah. next video. I got the lower bicep. I'm gonna change gravity. My new supplement, and if I do curls, I can actually alter gravity to hit the posterior chain, and I have X Y Z science to prove it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say I think um, I think you're going to see more bands in gyms uh, as we move along. It's starting to become more popular. When you got guys like you using them, then you start to see the mainstream. I mean, I it's, it's, I'll be honest; it's unbelievable that one we we're squatting, right, Mark? We we're uh, squatting, and and I remember I finished the video, and I was like, I fucking hate rubbers, right? That's just the only tagline I use. I put on social media. People come up to me in the airports. People yell out to me at nightclubs. I'm in Scottsdale. They're like, Joe Donnelly, I hate rubbers. People <laughs> post on my fan page. I had to block my mother from Facebook. She's like, Joseph. Text me. Why are all these people commenting saying that they hate rubbers just like you? She's like, why? Are you not using I'm like, mom, that's not what they mean. I try to explain, but she has no concept of it. <laughs> she just thinks that her son is promoting unsafe sex. Yeah, like, <laughs> put just, a rubber on. For yeah, that. I was just like, mom, it's not. No, she doesn't understand. She's like, well, Joseph, you should Rod be, you so should be a better. role model. I'm like, I am, I, but you don't understand. That's not what I meant. But she didn't get it. So, now, yeah. Joe, do you you have uh you have your own band company or do yes. you work with you do? No, I have my own band company, and it's uh the first order they screwed up from China, so they're they're resending now. So but yeah, are they? You don't have any for sale yet? No, they will be soon. Probably uh, two to three weeks. They're coming. Yeah, you should. We should do like a thing for mind pump listeners. You can hook them up with like uh, something since uh, they're they're big fans of you. I would be happy to. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll get some uh, discontinued treads products and we'll hook them up with some bands. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, your gains will go through the roof. The, the, we'll we'll the give look. you a free download of the app that makes your ass bigger and it's perfect. <laughs> are you are you Sweet. still doing uh, like performance training, like athletic type training? Do you still do that? Uh, I go in phases. Mm-hmm. Um, so as it starts to get warmer, um, I start to do more like sprinting and stuff outside. Um, I, I'm actually going to get back into probably in the next month or so. Um, I used to love to do hand cleans and power cleans. Um, oh, so the Olympic stuff. Yeah. So I'm gonna get a little bit more into that. Um, you know, I started doing, I, I'm moving more in towards a lot of compound lifts now, mm-hmm. minus the bench press and stuff because it hurts my shoulders. Um, I just like the way it makes my body feel. You know, there is there will be a workout each week where I'll focus on some isometric stuff because you have to do some of that. But I just really, I'm really enjoying moving weights and focusing on more compound lifts. You know, I think the deadlift started that trend. Mm-hmm. Um, like the way it makes my body feel a little bit. You know, well, better. how do you feel? What do you mean by that? Um, I feel better. Yeah. You know, I think I think uh, you know just the way I live my life with the lack of sleep in the hours and training like that. Uh, too much bodybuilding stuff, it, it wears you down, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you don't recover as fast. But I think when you do more multi-joint movements, uh, you do them properly. You know, don't try, try to take the ego out of it. You know, Adam, we were talking about doing that that shoulder press. And I tried it, doing that seated, what do you call that, seated shoulder Z press? press. Z, Z press. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and it's like I, I haven't really, you know, done any shoulder presses for so long because my shoulder injuries, because they hurt, you know. Like I'll do light ones with bands, but like 20, 30-pound dumbbells. But try to focus on contraction and proper form, pressing them out. Uh, but I haven't done like over the head barbell presses and stuff. And so it's, but now I'm moving more into, you know, multi-joint movements and stuff. Um, and I like the way it makes my body feel. The evolution. Yeah. Excellent. I love it. Uh, the fact that you said it makes the way you makes you feel, this is something that uh, people uh, who are in the, you know, the, the business of looking a certain way would never say. It was never about how they felt. It was all about how they look. Yeah. As a result though, let me ask you this now. You like the way it makes you feel. Do you notice any changes in the way you look? I mean, I look. I mean, I look. Think I look better than ever. I mean, I, I I'll say I'm probably. You look okay. Be I'm, honest. I'm, with I'm me. eleven or twelve pounds heavier than last time. I was just gonna say. I'm, I'm I, I know mean. I said you were bigger and yeah. you were made fun of me, but you yeah. are. Yeah, you are bigger. That's I'm bigger. Yeah, I, I'm bigger and and um, you know, as lean as ever. Um, and like I said, it's just you know, you're. I will say certain people's body types respond to certain things. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. 
training one way for too long is you know been proven to doing anything one way for too long of course. Is, is silly. You know, you need to alter your training style. Um, I think having friends like you guys has opened up my eyes to that. Um, you know, like my father always told me like the worst type of business manager is someone who thinks they know everything and is not open to new ideas. Yeah, for sure. And you have to be open to new ideas because there's a lot of people that are researching different areas. And now here's the thing. If you go to the gym, if you go, go and do CrossFit and you're happy with it and you do it because it makes you feel good, that's sure. great. Sure. Then don't change anything. Of course. If you're, if you're a doctor, attorney, or you're a father going through you know a rough breakup or whatever your reasons are, that's your outlet and you feel great, then don't change anything. Whatever, whatever gives you your pleasure. However, but if your goals are – uh, physical performance or you know physical appearance or combination of both um, you have to be able to open your eyes to, to new concepts absolutely. in there's, both nutrition and better training. pathways absolutely there's, yeah absolutely yeah, was about seven years ago uh, seven years ago I was uh, you, you could have called me a meathead I was super into just the you know the, the bro workouts and you know eating seven eight meals a day whatever and I had this uh, physical therapist that worked uh, in my facility and she also had just completed her yoga certification and she had convinced me, and I wanted to support her because she was going to teach yoga in my facility. So I was like, I'm the owner. I got to do yoga. But I used to scoff at it. And I'll never forget, I did yoga with her. I did it uh, twice a week for, it was like four weeks. It was short. And um, lo and behold, I'm getting stronger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm getting stronger with weights. I'm getting stronger with my deadlift. I'm getting stronger with my squat. And that's that was when th- things started to change for me because I started to realize, hold on a second, like there's value in a lot of these different things. And the key really is to be able to utilize them in the way you want according to what your goals are. My goal was to get stronger in the gym and build more muscle. So I wasn't going to train like a yogi. Right. But if I utilize some of those, you know, some of that you know, corrective yeah, flex. definitely benefit it for sure. And functional flexibility, you know, made a huge difference. Well, right. a big part of the problem with the industry is what you're exactly what you're saying is you get somebody like that. There is benefits to that. There's total benefits to what Joe's saying right now. And then everybody gets like, infatuated with that one modality in that one way and then they then they they fucking put everything down on it and then they feel like they got to defend it to the t why well, it's, it's the better it's this also the people that start it right they're the ones that want everybody to just do this as the system yeah you know so it, you know if it starts there then they're going to kind of go off with that mentality so i don't know it's, it's very tribal you, you know, actually have these to, modalities I, I i still get shocked at how um even now, how close-minded I can be without even realizing. Like, I'll give you an example. When we started Mind like pre- Pump, like pre-workouts don't work. Maybe- <laughs> <laughs> you want to get in, you want to get into that? <laughs> you don't. You don't want to get into no, that. Trust me. I'll tell you what. When when, it, uh, when we started Mind Pump, um, I had I understood kettlebells. I understood how to utilize them, um, but I never really made them a part of my my workouts. Justin uh, loves kettlebells and would preach about how they helped him a lot with his shoulder mobility. Yeah. Um, and so I started incorporating just tradition, just a regular kettlebell shoulder press. And I'm blown away by how much that has made me stronger in my barbell movements right. simply because it was something different. And in my mind, I'm thinking, what's the difference? I'm pressing something overhead. I'll just use a dumbbell, but it was different enough to change how my body responded. It made a big difference. So I have a fundamental problem with Justin's Instagram because yeah. <laughs> when sometimes he, I, I'm scrolling through and I'm real busy in the day, but I'm trying to like pick up little tips and stuff. So I'll, I'll glance at one of your posts or one of yours. But sometimes he posts like I know he's knocking people with their made up exercises. <laughs> oh right, like, and so for a while, some of those in there. Yeah, so for yeah. a while, I'm like, oh, he's making fun of. You're like, is he being serious oh, or is he? Being, yeah, always <laughs> oh, making. Fun I see of, what you're saying. Yeah, always yeah. making fun of Peggy Hathaway trying to do uh, deadlifts on the leg press. You know, like whatever. Yeah, right, right. But right. then he'll post something good, and I'll miss it because I think he's talking shit. <laughs> and so then I went back. I saw. I was you know I went back like a couple weeks and I saw a post and I'm like the one that I saw I, I thought was him talking shit turned out to be a valid explanation. 
shit. <laughs> and I'm like, there has to be like a gr- like a graphic or something right. he puts Maybe on I'll there. Maybe I'll make them in different colors. Yeah, just something. Because right, right. I'm missing that no, no, information. I see, I see what you're saying. You know? I see what you're saying. Because I get, I get caught well, up I'm the trying to be funny. You know what I mean? No, like, you, I do, this, I you do a great thing, job. But like, yeah, yeah at the same time, like, you know, trying. I know I've been in the industry just as long as everybody else yeah. in here. You know what I mean? And so it's like. I see it all, but then I try and put a, a, a sarcasm in there too. Oh, it's hilarious! You know, it's like, well, you 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 it's talk a tough balance. You talk on your Instagram like you're yeah. talking to us, and we yeah, fucking right. know you, so we get it, yeah. right? <laughs> well, well, and I, there, there's a flaw there. I, I want to touch on for a second these people, <laughs> like changing these exercises in the gym. Like somebody posted, oh, oh my god, god. that's do, my favorite. They're to like pick they're apart. like doing the standing leg curl. Um, on a on a lay down leg curl. I'm like, time out. Wait a minute. Hold There's on. a so, standing leg curl machine right next. It to It was right in the background of the video. You saw it too. <laughs> I'm like, furthermore, if you're laying, dude, laying down versus standing, it's the same fucking thing. You're still in a vertical position, but you're just laying down. Like, what? What do you mean? But the machine was right behind you. Yeah. You know, they're like they're like seated calf rests on the lap pull down machine. I'm like, well, just go to seated calf rests or put a weight weights on dude, your it's knees. It's just silly. Hey, the crazy, oh. the craziest one. And this guy, I, I believe he's a pro. I believe he's a pro uh, men's bikini guy too. He's on, he's on his knees on the swing. Wait a minute, a pro yeah, yeah. bikini guy on he his knees. I'm just not shocked. It gets better. All to get, thir- all to get third place. Yeah. Yeah. He's on his knees with uh, with a Smith machine on the side of the Smith machine on the where the track part is, and he's got the side where you load the weights. And he's on his knees, and he's doing, you know, working his inner chest. Oh, oh where he's pressing awesome. it up. Slight, the inner chest one is my favorite yeah, one. Yeah, he's yeah. working the inner yeah. chest on, yeah. the, on the Smith machine on the side of it on his knees. It was some of this like... <laughs> Wait, so he wasn't even... He didn't have, like, the barbell attached to the no, landmine? He's no. on the Smith machine? Yeah. But doesn't he realize it's on two rails and it's going to, like, catch on one <laughs> yeah. side? So he's... Uh, retarded and also stupid. Yeah. That's oh, right. Wow. Well, Pretty I, yeah. much. And look, we do have open minds, but here's the deal. There's a there's a cost. There's, Not that open. There's a, Well, there's, <laughs> here's the deal. The, why, it's a waste of time. That's yes. all. That's it's like, it's, if I'm going to do something that's going like to give me, idiot. it's yeah. going to give me 1% return yes. for 40 minutes being spent. Why? Yeah. Why when I can go get, you know, 70% return and spend 20 well, minutes? And I always feel like I have to explain myself when I call that shit out because then I always get a bunch of fucking idiots that, you know, come after me and be like, why? He, at least he's in the yeah. gym doing we something. Yeah, because so everybody, everybody's so super positive. You know, everyone's yeah. all like, you know, we're here to, all the fitness people are all inspirational, we're everything. Just saying and, what's in your head. And yeah. heaven you forbid. Won't say it. Yeah, heaven you know forbid I mean? a guy like me comes along and be like, yeah. that's fucking stupid. Right. Good, you know, good, like, like, hashtag good oh, vibes. This guy only. looks like an idiot. You know why they do that? You know why people do that, I realize? It's because they, they're hoping if they keep saying good vibes only on my page is so no one will attack them. It's <laughs> yeah. like they're like they're uh, you know, it's like there was certain men's physique clowns that all of a sudden became, you know, Jesus freaks after they won their uh, men's physique Olympia. And it's like, dude, be like you you just knocked out your girl and we're doing a bunch of blow the other night and <laughs> might have gotten head from a, a transvestite. Like and now Whoa. and now you are a Jesus freak, but you're still <laughs> in Vegas partying doing drugs and whatever. But I'm sure on Sunday morning God forgives you because that's how the world works. So these people post like these Quotes from, you know, quotes from Christ and good vibes only because they don't want anybody to attack their page. You know, and it's yeah. just like or they'll like, delete or block anybody. Yeah, delete or block anything. anybody. It's That's right. one. I'll tell you what. Well, the, one of the things I respect most about you is you don't do that. No, I like to argue back. If, when I go, when I, I, yeah, I, go I your, love it, man. Are you kidding? When I go in your comment section, come at me. There's people that and there's people that talk shit just to get you oh, to say yeah, something back absolutely. to them. Absolutely. But here's yeah. the thing. But okay. you don't block them. But I tell Adam, go. I'm like, listen. But listen, if you if you if you think because you can throw a few punches, you want to step in the ring with Ali, you better well know. Like, dude, like, and if you're pay, like, 
I have a problem with people with private pages. Like, dude, like you're gonna come attack me and talk shit, but your page is private. Like, come on, like, like come on, private page guy. But if your page is public, man, best believe I'm a quick researcher. I will fucking have five <laughs> points to bury you. Oh, you used to date a girl named Linda um, back, you know, 108 weeks ago. Guess what? Linda used to blow me when she worked oh, the bar no. near my house. <laughs> like, I will fabricate stories and I will tag some of my followers, and they will all chime in, and you will want to hate your life. I mean, how many times in the past six months have I had guys delete their Instagrams? <laughs> <laughs> All because they try to come at me in a post, and I tore them to shreds. Like God, dude, if you if you catch me at the end of the day when I'm on my game and, st- and Adderall hasn't worn off yet, you're fucked. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Instead of blocking, yeah. Just yeah, off. Why block? Who cares? Yeah. It's all good. And dude, just, if you, anybody takes that stuff seriously, yeah. like you got a fucking fundamental. Well, if you don't, it, I mean, to me, you're all you're, good fun. You're a halfwit if you yeah. don't realize that. Just like I, I keep trying to tell Sal to be more like that because yeah, you be ba- you bait people. Yes, and you you oh, always you set you me s- bait someone. Yeah, <laughs> never. Oh, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I try to tell Sal all the time, like, dude, when you do something that's way too smart, you know, like where there's yeah. nothing debatable in it, where yeah, you like yeah. lay out all the science. Yeah, I'm not interested. You're just going to yeah. get a couple of nerds to like say, yeah. oh, cool. Nice post. That's it. Like yeah. no one's going to come on and talk shit yeah. to you. Yeah. I'm like, what you got to do is you got to say some real ignorant shit. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. going to get everybody angry. That was, that was, and then you fucking drop the hammer on them. <laughs> that when, that's when, the formula. That's so the formula, that was, dude. So that was with Mark. I'm mean, I was like, dude, I'm like, you're so opinionated, but so intelligent. I'm like, you need to be an dude, asshole he's on Instagram. The, he's the mo- Mark is the most oh, extreme, I think, Dude, it was like it was like opening Pandora's box and giving it a push in the ass and saying, here, thumbs up. Like, dude, he took it and ran with it to the no, point listen, where, like, oh, he went to Sometimes ex- I look at his page. I'm like, did you fucking really write that? Like, hey, holy shit. I seriously I love his. No, page I there. thought he was like some oh. young punk kid at first. Oh. But when I first looked at his page the very first time, I was like, yeah. dude, this fucking kid is crazy. It's so and he offensive. Doesn't, he doesn't write all crazy long posts. You can't yeah. tell he's really intelligent until he starts commenting and talking. Yes. So I'm like, oh shit, this ain't no fucking kid. No. Who is this? Yeah, he will, then, he will. He will bait I'm you. Following in. now. Who yeah, is he, this? He will bait you in, and then when like Jim Stefani, like. He baits Jim and then he destroys Jim and DM and then Jim just like I can't handle so I'm gonna block yeah. it, you know because like, you know why because he thought he was a fucking kid yeah, too exactly. That's why he's like I'm gonna punk this little kid yeah. oh shit yep, exactly <laughs> see, I'm, see now let me ask you this because you go to all the fitness conventions we have we have yet to no, go I, to I, I've, I've honestly I've been avoided I mean the only one I've gone to the last two years has been the Olympia really okay yeah I pulled back I mean I went no, to San Jose you didn't go to from, Arnold or anything no, no you didn't oh, oh, okay. I just, it's just you know what it is man it's like I try to steer clear as much um, one because of the time constraints I have, yeah. I have other, my time is better spent elsewhere doing things and also because um you know i try to, to separate myself as much i can from that world i know a lot of people have to be part of that world that's yeah. their business but my business works uh better for me being separated um and also also and i hate to sound negative but reality it's the truth of that uh you get too immersed in that world you get too immersed around the, the you know those people um you're gonna get caught up in, in some some negative circles of things sure. of you know, people pretending to be your friends, but then they're jealous of you because of your success. And I, I see it, man. I see people. I'm like, dude, you were just at dinner with so and so girl in Vegas, and now you're hating on her, running your mouth. And it's like, I don't want to be around those people. Like everybody loves to talk about everybody because they're not as successful as so and so. And it's mm-hmm. just like, uh, you know, why, why subject yourself? It's it's unfortunate, but it's a main reason why I have no desire to compete anymore. And everyone keeps asking me, and I kind of feel I feel like because I did this whole journey thing on it and like everybody now wants me to see me like finish the, like keep going like try and get on Olympia and there's a part of me that kind of wants to keep going through all of it but then there's another part of me like I don't want anything to do with that shit dude it's so well here's the thing if it was if it was truly uh, a fair playing field and it, you know but the problem is it's a subjective sport and it's a very um, biased subjective sport you know especially the way the the IFBB and the way things have moved I mean it's now it's just 
it's become so obvi- obvious in the larger, you know, regional shows that sponsors are buying wins for people. You know, mm-hmm. we're, are we surprised? No, but it's so in your face now. And the stories that come out, you know, and muscular development and stuff of, you know, so-and-so judge was like, yeah, they're like, well, the scoring was this and this, but we didn't use the scoring to judge, you know, talking about Kai Green and Cedric McMillan. At the, that was the most interesting story of the Arnold was like, wait a minute. But according to the points, like Cedric should have won, like, but you're saying we – just we just threw, had not we just to. we just threw out the scoring system and said, "Any, eh, mini, miny, you." Like, <laughs> um, so I mean, it's just like, I mean, if if the best man can't always win, or what's the point? Then? What's the point? You know, they're if all, you're not making a big business out of it, right? right? You know, it's, it's all it's all designed. It's all designed as a as a funnel system to pick out the people who are going to represent these companies and sell these products. That's it. Absolutely. It's like American Idol, but on stage. Right. And and that's and here's the thing: I have no mm-hmm. problem with that because it's not. Everybody has to understand the IFBB is not a sports federation. They are not recognized as a sports federation. They're a company. That's it. They try to list themselves as a nonprofit, which they're going to be in court for that. But they're not a not, they're not a sports federation. So to think they're supposed to be conducted like a sports federation is foolhardy. Um, I think we're competitors, especially you know you young people that want to compete. If you want to compete and you want to do it for you and you want to you know prove something, yourself, go ahead and do it. But you always have to understand that the that. that just because you may look the best at the show, especially these young girls, um, it doesn't mean you're going to win. It doesn't mean you may even place well. You, there's so many competitors at so many shows, you're likely to get overlooked. Now, you may be that one girl who's got a great look and a great physique, and you, somebody may sign you to their team or whatever and then promote you up through the sport. But you have to understand that there's more. You're going to do f- better in the sport, not on how you look or how hard you work, based on who you assign yourself with or who you sure. promote you or or what are you willing to give up to to get wins well the, the way i look at it is if, nowadays especially if you want to make a living based on how you look yeah. um in that in that world you're probably better off uh just doing it yourself through social media and promoting Absolutely. yourself that way 100 like you don't have to compete and a lot of actually some of the most famous people on instagram never competed or barely ever did so i think I, if you had to take a poll of the the highest paid people in the "Quote unquote fitness and bodybuilding industry, and none of them are competing. Oh. I mean, no, if you said paid for sure, not yet. yeah. I mean, the high, the Popu- high, popular ones, maybe. Yeah, what I'm saying, but, but, like, getting, I mean, but like the high, the people that are highest earners, you know, people yeah. that are that are. Because here's the thing, um, and I feel bad because there are some men's physique guys that I like, and I like their their message and stuff, but they're spending so much time flying around the world, you know, going to Australia and doing this and all, and that's great, man. If you have the opportunity to travel. Use that window and do it, but let's be honest. You're 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 going to all these events and you're going to all these shows and you're dieting and doing this. What are you? When are you taking the time to cultivate personal business for yourself? Like, sure, okay, you're doing some online training. It's putting some money. If I came out with some t-shirts, but dude, that's that's a narrow window of when it's going to matter. Like, what are you doing in the long term? Like, what is what is your six month plan? Your eighteen month plan? Your seventy two month plan? Where do you see it? Like, if you're if you're not sitting down, and and, and you've got two hundred thousand or four hundred five hundred thousand followers, and you don't have a clear cut plan or someone helping you with where you're going to be three years from now, six years from now, nine years from now, you'll be screwed. You're 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 a fucking idiot like if you're just living for the next show and signing autographs and making an appearance you're a fucking fool and so a lot of these guys you're gonna see uh you know that that candle burns out here today gone tomorrow and it's gonna burn out quick because you know oh, yeah, you, you can't get on stage forever you can't get on stage and, and nor and they're wasting so much time traveling they're not putting time whereas the people that are you know i'll be honest so like the shreds athletes guess what i know some of their grinders like people can hate on devin physique and, and like he can be a tool with some of the stuff he says or in his photoshopping pictures 
But I know he's one of the hardest work ethics ever. Like, kid doesn't drink, doesn't go out. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and Chad McBain, I've heard, like, they sit on their computers. They pull, like, all-nighters, Fridays and oh, Saturdays. Oh, I believe it. Look at all the yeah. content he puts yeah. out. and they grind. They grind through emails, and they work, and they put marketing stuff together. Um, so say what you want about their message, and, you know, the, we can all be – I'm a fucking douchebag. I don't yeah. give a fuck. I mean, it is true. <laughs> but I respect the work ethic. I Absolutely. respect the grind always, and the hustle. Always. But that's what the difference is, is that – they're home. They're here. They're not at the call and beckon of someone else having to travel. So they're putting time into themselves. They're building their personal brand. They're building longevity. Uh, you know, now, are they doing it smartly? Are they going to have money down the road? Are they going to blow? Who knows? But at least they, they're putting in the plan, the effort, and trying to execute it. Where the rest of these people, you know, it's like, I mean, I can look, think of, I'm not going to name her, but, you know, a well-known cover model, IFPB Bikini Pro, very successful. But it's like, once you're in your early 30s and you're not going to compete anymore and you haven't done anything, how many of these girls, like, they haven't had real employment? Well, what skill set do you have when you're no longer going to be on the cover of a magazine, you're no longer getting paid by your supplement company? Where are you going to go? And yeah. it, I'll be honest, it makes me a little upset sometimes. I'm like, because I'm like, I know this girl's a good person and she's inspired people for the last 10 years in the industry and done this, and she's going to end up being 35 and she's going to have nothing. And the, the gravy train runs out. It runs out real quick, and people need to plan. It's not going to last forever. Oh, and the gravy, let's be honest, ain't that fucking rich. No, it's, it's not. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, let's be honest. That's the yeah. that's the problem is everybody thinks that, like, I mean, I remember everyone thought, oh, well, you get a pro, all of a sudden you start making money. Like, yeah. no. Yeah, <laughs> there's, no. There's yeah. nothing waiting at the end of the rainbow. It's not like that at all. It's, not, yeah, I mean, 95% of the, the IFBB pros I know are, are broke, living check to yeah. check. I mean, it's just, I mean, and here's the thing. If they were all killing it financially, then you wouldn't see them having to you know do meal plans online or, or personal training clients they'd be on to bigger business you know and it's unfortunate you know if if you are you know what other pro sports that people have to do that they don't have to have side jobs i feel like we're kind of like um, the NFL was in the 50s or 60s where guys worked in the offseason, you know. Hopefully, maybe in 30 or 40 years or 20 years, it would be awesome if everyone who was an IFBB pro was making three, 400 grand a year. Uh, will it ever get there? I don't know, but it would be great because these people do put in a lot of time, and, they, and I know it's hard to get up and, and do your fasted cardio, which is stupid, and then train clients all day, and then work <laughs> out at night, and somehow eat your eight meals of, of tilapia and asparagus. I mean, that's it sucks. It does. I, I hate your life for you. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're not working hard. You don't deserve some type of financial success. But however, most people don't have the intuition or the acumen to, to go out and develop it for themselves. I'm telling you, they're going to be left at the short end of the stick, and it sucks. It really does. That, And, and, and the problem is all of these young people that, that buy into the smoke and mirrors of social media they're like man i just want to get my pro card i just want to get sponsored they think that everything's going to be great no it's not you know you know like i saw an email um this girl we're gonna we're gonna maybe shoot for the cover of fitness arcs for women who's very successful very she used to compete but she got an offer from all max and she's a bit was a big name a couple years industry and they're like we're gonna offer you like like three hundred dollars a month and three hundred dollars in supplements and she sent me a screen sent me a screenshot and i was just like is that what this is? I'm like someone who's been on like huge covers like you and competed at the Olympia. And I'm like, it's embarrassing. So people out there think that like you're going to go get a hundred thousand. No, you're not. You're not gonna no, no, you're not. No, no, Like they they might send you like free T-shirts every other month. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, no. I don't. I don't. Uh, I mean, uh, Craig uh, Craig Caperso was the only guy that personally that I met that was an IFBB pro that had a decent contract that he was getting paid by a company. And, and, but if you look at Greg, 
Craig, he grinded. Like he traveled a lot. Like, oh, he worked. And he did he, a lot he's one of the OGs. He's yes. he was the, he was yeah. part of the first men's physique class. And yep. he, I mean, he's a, he's sponsored by Bodybuilding.com, so he's a, he's one of the faces of bodybuilding. Right. So yep. I mean, and, and he's got a very marketable look to yeah. him. I mean, you cannot walk past Craig and not recognize who he is. Like he's Thor. Yeah. yeah so he, Thor. I mean, but that means I'm talking to you about every every pro, every men's physique, all the way from the amateur up that I've ever met. None of them have have that business, but he was the only one. He was yeah, the only and, one. And, I, and I'll be honest, and I've seen, and that was probably like three or four years ago. Um, the contracts weren't what they were three or four years ago. Like people aren't, they're not, they're not paying the the most of them are um, like sales contracts now. Like you may get five hundred thousand, five hundred dollars or a thousand a month based salary, and that's we're talking about people that are like elite. But we're gonna pay you commission on your product codes. You see, everybody now has a product code. They're saying buy muscle leg and, and use mm-hmm. you know Dwight fifteen percent off or so and so pushing this for fifteen. Everybody's got a product code because that's the way of social media it's like if you have a following mm-hmm. and you have a quality following you can you know create sales um shred started that it was a great business model and they they, they created these huge platforms of all of these followers and you know the girls did huge commissions and I remember, i'll be honest some of those girls are making 45 50 grand a month wow they're, but they're not there anymore they're they're the sales are nothing now compared to what they used to be um but that was where everybody took their model off of that and so you've seen companies like wait a minute like why are we going to pay you you know so-and-so bikini pro 100 grand a year they're like, you know, you should be earning your money, which I kind of agree too, you know, because otherwise it breeds a little bit of laziness. And I've had multiple people tell me, they're like, they're like I don't want a commission contract. You know, I had a men's physique guy who came and stayed with me last summer and trained. He's like, I don't want to, I don't want a commission. I don't have to worry about converting sales. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, you're the type of person that I interview. And I'm like, I can offer you a base salary of 50 grand a year, no commission, or I can offer you 30 grand a year of an opportunity to make a hundred if you hit, if you hit your quotas. You're the type of guy that says to takes me, the 50. takes yeah. the 50, and I go, okay, you're going to human resource. Like, yeah. That's how you're going. <laughs> Always assign us someone yeah. weak as yeah. fuck. Yeah. 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 Like, you don't have it upstairs to be like aggressive and be like, okay, his, he's going to give me a quota and I can hit 100. I'm going to hit one. Like, like, Adam's the type of guy would be like, fuck that, I'm going to hit 150. I'm going to yeah. hit 200. I'll take your job right. in two years. Like, Always. You know? You, you do. You have that. You you know why? Because it's the 80 20 rule. 80, 80% of the people aren't, are only going to make 20% of the money. 20% are yeah. going to make 80. And those people actually don't, don't believe themselves. They're even the 20%. Yeah, they, they don't. No, they know. They're, they're they know, so they, they would want that. Oh, just yeah. well, I'll just take my my salary where I feel yeah. safe. Fuck that. <laughs> what was that uh, that movie Office Space where he's like, you know, he's like, I'm basically working just hard enough to just not get fired. Yeah, yeah. that's like most people are doing. Most people do that. Yeah, that's yeah. really what it is. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, I don't think we could go to a fitness convention. And Adam Adam keeps telling us we need to go. I'm like, I don't think they'll even let us in. <laughs> nah, you can, I mean, listen, dude. If they couldn't is, if they yeah. couldn't throw me out of you know after I made all those comments about the IFBB, if they couldn't make me leave the uh, show in Miami last year. Which they tried, but if they did, they really, yeah, they came up. To well, I got a, I got a huge argument with Young Mannion, and I just berated him in front of everybody, <laughs> and made him apologize to lying for me. And then we took a picture like me and the guys from Quest, and he had his arm around. Me. It was the funniest thing ever. And Bruce from Quest, like, I can't believe you just verbally berated him and called him a fucking liar in front of everyone, and called his dad a pompous asshole, and then made him apologize and shake your hand. It's like that was the greatest <laughs> fucking thing ever. Uh, yeah, I well, guess we're taking we're taking you with us then if yeah. we're going. That's yeah, if the we're deal. going, we're gonna take Joe. Yeah, we're rolling. Yeah, what, all what are they gonna do? Get a security guard who's making ten dollars an hour is gonna ask one of us to leave, bro. You don't want to get your ass booked for ten dollars an hour. <laughs> Nobody, dude. Let me tell you now. The, the fat kid with the flashlight. I don't. I don't. I don't want to 
have to take any of you guys on and throw you out. I, and I sure as hell don't want to take me on. If I saw me, I'm like, fuck, no, I ain't doing that. It's not worth it. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah, let him walk around. Yeah, like my dental <laughs> plan is not full coverage. I'm not doing it. You know, fuck it. You know, yeah. It's very hard to give orders uh, and throw people out that, that aren't going to take them for me. You Excellent. Know? So, well, yeah. hey, brother, it's been uh, great having you back on, man. I appreciate Anytime, it. Anytime, yeah, come always. back on. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. Please leave us a five star rating and review on iTunes. And you can find us on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal. You can find Justin at Mind Pump Justin and Adam. At Mind Pump Adam. And don't forget to check out Joe at uh, Joe Donnelly. Just Google Douchebag Donnelly and whatever. He's all over the place. Or or how to to antagonize people on social media. Like the first search is Donnelly and then Adam. (laughs) (laughs) And then Sal. (laughs) Or if you 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 can Google Instagram, how to make your family hate you, then Mark will show up. He's like my own sister messaged me like, we have to unfollow. You're so abrasive. And he looks at me and he's like wanting me to say something like that was outrageous. I'm like, dude, it's horrible. I, I look at your Hate oh, sometimes. There's stuff that I want to. There's stuff that I want to put like a you know emoji laughing. Where I'm like, fuck, it, dude, my followers are gonna see me laughing. Yeah. They're gonna think I'm hella racist. Funny. Or I'm yeah, like, <laughs> it's horrible. But I'm dying inside. Oh, like a backhanded like, like I can't yeah, put it exactly. on the front. Yeah. Yeah, they need to come out with like a like, but it's not like a full like. It's, it's kind like, of like, like, like a, a wavering he only like. Sees no, no, it's yeah. like a, like a, like a blind like like hilarious. Yeah. It's yeah. like a, thank God nobody sees that. I like it's like this. I appreciate yeah. like a sort of thumbs up. Like I appreciate that you made the post, but I'm a little uncomfortable saying <laughs> I like it. You with know? <laughs> a blind CC like, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the BCC. That's what you need to do. There you go. That's, yeah. that's, that's so actually you're brilliant. See who liked the post? Oh my God, that's a great idea. Uh, yeah, uh, exactly. Because he'd have like four likes, but 1,200 BCC likes. Thank you for listening to mind pump for more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from sal adam and justin visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com until next time this is mind pump